Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Well, Black Sedans won the free-for-all last week, ran time in the first. The week before it was Day SX. I wonder who's going to win the Brisbane free-for-all at Albion Park this week. Chris Barsby, good morning. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Answer that question. Early thoughts, uh maybe turn it up you did like it'll it. be a different horse it'll be a different horse deus x is in again which may be a little surprising given that he had such a tough run last week but he's obviously bounced out of it really well but uh i'm i'm certain we're going to get a different winner to what we've had over the last couple of weeks so it'll be very interesting and we'll have more on that in the next couple of days Steve, we're going to focus again on redcliffe tonight we've got Another two heats of the Trot Rod series. It's all important. Great to see this driver back in action. Off the scene for the past couple of weeks, owing to a pretty nasty fall at Reckliffe, uh, probably over a month ago now, Talia McMullen was back in action over the weekend. Four winners drove half the program, Steve, on Monday at Marburg. So she's got the eye right in, and she's driving tonight, and she joins us now. Talia, good morning. Good morning, Chris. Good to be back in action. Yeah, it's really good to be back out there. That fall at Reckliffe, how long ago was it now? Um, just over five weeks now. Mm. It, it was a, a nasty one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was um, pretty bad. I hit my head pretty bad too, so lucky I probably can't really remember much of it at all. But when I watched the replay, um, yeah, it did look pretty bad and it was just lucky that no one or no horse was seriously injured. Well, you ended up in hospital. So what was the extent of the injuries that you sustained from that fall? Um, I had a couple fractures in my pelvis. Ouch. So given that that was five weeks ago, did you make it back quicker than thought or was that about the time frame that, you know, the specialists were saying? Um, maybe a touch earlier, but that was pretty much what they said. And um, there's not really much you can do for it. Just rest and... I felt really good. Uh, myself and Trent got away to New Zealand for a little holiday, which was nice, and then come back and I felt really good and um, I haven't been sore at all, so I'm happy to get back out there. Well, that's great to hear and, and great that you're able to keep yourself occupied uh, uh, mentally. You are busy, obviously, because sometimes when you're just sitting at home, you can become quite frustrated. Definitely. Um, I know that feeling pretty well. It wasn't too long ago that I out for about three months when I got kicked as well so yeah no definitely the first week or two when I was on crutches and couldn't do too much it does really get to you probably more mentally than what it does physically. Okay um, it, it, it's been a, a rotten run for you over the past you know 12 months or so you've had some pretty bad injuries. Yeah definitely um, I keep just saying that I hope all my bad luck's out now and I can get some good luck. Well, the good luck came on Monday. You were back in Marburg. You were back driving. Half the program. Congratulations. Thank you. It was very exciting. I've never driven four winners um, at a meeting before, so that was pretty cool. I've got to say this. Uh, all of the winners, uh, bar one, were trained by your dad, John. Peter Mackay trained the first winner there in Nestor's Hill. We've had the, the flooding issue at Albion Park earlier this year. A lot of meetings were transferred to Marburg. Your dad's made the most of it. Gee, he's turned out some winners at Marburg this year. Yeah, he definitely has. I think 
all of our horses really appreciate the smaller track and it probably helps as well that some of the bigger trainers and the trainers from Logan area that way don't really make their way out to Marburg as well. And Talia, it would have been a real thrill as well given the crowd. Was it a big crowd because did that coincide with the show? Uh, no, the show's this weekend, but there was still a fair few people there because it was Labor Day. I was a bit on... I wasn't real happy that I missed out on the Marburg um, Easter meeting because I was away, but everyone said that that was a massive day and it's pretty impressive, the crowd they do get there. Yeah. And the other thing too, just going back to your, to your dad, you, you've still got to find the right races and he's been able to do that with his horses, so he's placed them perfectly. Yeah, it definitely does help when they go back to Marburg and especially a couple of them that are racing at Albion and probably used to running a bit quicker time and then go back to Marburg, it's a bit easier for them. And, and a real cross-section for the stable as well. It wasn't just one or two horses knocking up winning races. I, I think there's been about probably nine or ten individual winners from the stable that have been able to bring up success at Marburg. Just talking about your dad too, is he due to go under the knife uh, sometime soon? Uh, yeah, tomorrow he's um, going for an ankle operation. So that means he's going to be out of action for how long? Um, I think it's quite a while. I think it might be something like six weeks, but um, he always gets back a bit quicker, so I'm sure he'll be down the stables bossing us around still. <laughs> you don't get to take controls? He'll still bark out the orders? Oh, hopefully uh, while he's in hospital we'll get a little bit of peace, but uh, no, he still <laughs> likes to be down there telling us what to do. Okay, fair enough. I've got to ask as well the uh, the stable star for the uh, for the Trotters with you and Trent, uh, Red Castleton. When does he step out again? Is he gearing up towards a couple of those uh, features during the carnival? Yeah, um, he had a little break after his last start, and while we we're away, which was probably good because he had a couple tough runs, and he was really good in his last race, the uh, marathon. So yeah. he's just had a little freshen up, and hopefully get him ready for those feature races. All right, something to look forward to, no doubt. Let's talk about tonight. We've got another two heats of the trot rods, and you're lining up in both. In this first heat, you're, you're driving number two, Gosling and Flight. This is a horse you know really well. Yeah, I know him. He, he was actually the one that kicked me as well last year, so I know him pretty well, I but so. I, I really like him. And it'll be interesting to see how he goes in the trot rods because he probably does like All right, you there, Chris? It looks like we were. Sounds yeah, like we lost I'll just check if she's still with us. She's still with us, Talia? No, it sounds like it might have dropped out, Chris, unfortunately. Okay. Sounds like she might have been getting into a car. Yeah, something like that. Noise, that. Eh? Yeah. yeah just... So we'll see if we can get it back mm. anyway. So when are we back at Marburg, Chris? Because, yes, Talia's right. That show is on this coming weekend, isn't it? Um, uh, yeah, I'll just double check. The yeah. next meeting at Marburg... I was just thinking, no, you know, it'd be good to coincide a meeting, you know, with one year with the show itself. Uh, I don't know how they could coordinate it, but um, even have some harness racing as a part of the show process. Anyway. Next meeting at Marburg, Steve's the 29th, the end of this yeah. month. So that is a Sunday. Yep. Well, I reckon they should try yeah. and work in with the show date and maybe have a couple of harness racing, you know, ra races at the show. Anyway, that's uh, food yep. for thought. Angus Garrard yeah, is with us. Angus, good morning. Morning, Chris. 
Congratulations, Group 2 victor on Saturday night, taking out that gold bullion final with the very classy Philly Cat King Cole. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Um, she was good. Is she a nervous drive? Um, oh, I wouldn't say nervous. Um, you know, she's pretty full-on pre-race, but <laughs> I, I mean, you sort of know um, once she's sort of heading in the right direction, she's pretty good. Yeah, I could actually hear her coming onto the track there on Saturday night. And uh, when I just popped out to see who it was and uh, you went whizzing by, I thought uh, she's on here, but hopefully she's not using up too much energy before a race. Yeah, you know, she was actually a lot better um, on Saturday night there. You know, she was a lot more settled um, before the race. Um, she sort of, she gets a little keen early in the prelim, but, you know, she come back to me nice and um, settled down the last sort of few laps there and, um, she was nice and settled going up the gate and, yeah, got the job done. Okay. So she was second up there on Saturday night, taking that final. She made that little error the previous week. Was it a case of just being a little too fresh? And there was some different headgear that she was wearing on Saturday night compared to the first up run. So was was that an issue in itself? Yeah, she was just um, a little fresh that first run. You know, we sort of got um, stuffed around a little bit. Um she didn't get qualified in that uh, last, uh, first trial, so we sort of had to trial again when we didn't really want to, and um, she probably should have had a race run, and that probably would have taken the edge off her a little bit. But, um, yeah, it would, Kylie changed a little bit of headgear on her this week, and um, I think it certainly did the trick. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you've got a Group 2 under your belt. Now, the obvious question moving forward, she's going to be a player in, in, in the Tag Constellations. It's fast approaching now. Oaks races. How is she going to be, Angus, beyond a mile? Yeah, I, I don't think that'll be an issue, Chris. Um, you know, in the run, she drives beautiful. Um, you know, she sat on a helmet twice in the trials, and she was really good. Um, she went to the workouts there, Albion Park, that first day back, and you know, that workout was over 2,100 and she sat behind the leader, followed nice and got the line good. So I, um, she's not an issue in the run, so I, I can't see why 2,100 will be an issue. Okay, well, that's great to hear. She's got a lovely, big, strong stride on her, doesn't she? Yeah, for sure. You know, she um, covers an unbelievable amount of ground, you know, sort of pull her out and ask her to quicken and it sort of... You don't really feel like you're going a whole lot quicker. You're just covering a whole lot more ground. Yeah, well, hopefully it's going to be a, a long and great association with Cat King Cole for you. The other one that I wanted to ask about before I talk about tonight's race is this former Kiwi that your dad's produced over the past uh, fortnight now, Classy Washington. He was excellent first up and equally as impressive yesterday. Both times... He's had to park out, but he's rated fast time and he's run a brilliant last half over a middle-distance trip. How do you guys rate him? Yeah, you know, we think he's pretty good, Chris. Um, to be honest, he sort of, he'd been good, but he hadn't sort of really impressed us in his work until about three weeks ago, sort of before that second trial there. Um, he just, we changed a little bit of gear on him and his work was really good before that trial. And, you know, he trialed good and, stepped up again to that first run and you know he um hasn't put a foot wrong yet yeah would i be right in saying that the way those races have played out it, it's not where you wanted to be you, you obviously don't want to be parked out but it's just evolved that way the way those races have played out so 
what will be his best racing pattern? Um, yeah, look, we're probably not too sure yet, Chris. Um, he's sort of been driven pretty aggressive in New Zealand there, um, sort of most of his career, really. And um, so we don't sort of have too good a gauge on what he can do. But, you know, he feels fast and um, he does feel like he's a horse that had come off a helmet really good. So, you know, if we got some nice cover somewhere, I think he'd have a pretty lethal sprint on him. Yeah, and he looks like he's going to follow a really good tempo. Yeah, for sure. You know, he does it pretty easy and he's pretty casual. You know, he's um, he he's, seems a really nice horse. So hopefully he can keep taking that step up. He only had the one win in New Zealand before coming over. But I suppose the most important thing, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but looking where he came from, he came from the, the Christchurch Canterbury area, which, you know, proves how strong that area is. And uh, he's just slotted into Brisbane racing so well and he's looked so good. So... He's a horse that's really going to go a long way by the look of it. Yeah, we hope so, Chris. You know, um, he sort of, I don't think we've really found the bottom of him yet. He sort of is pretty casual, you know, like he wants to find the line, but sort of once he runs past him, he's not the type of horse that's just going to run away for no reason. So, um, you know, he's been really good his last two. He really wants to win. So um, hopefully when we get up in grade, he's the same. Okay, well, that's classy Washington. I've got to ask about your star trotter, but a reigning trotter of the year, Sir Fahrenheit. How far away? Uh, I, I think we'll head to the trials this Friday, Chris. So hopefully um, we'll see him at the trials then and hopefully um, maybe race the week after or maybe another trial in the week after that. All right, well, that's exciting. You happy with him? Yeah, yeah, we are. Um, he's been working up good and hopefully we can sort of... Um, get back and do a good job again this season. All right. Let's focus now on tonight. Uh, you're in this first heat, the first trot rod heat tonight. Sir Bolski, you team up with Tim Gillespie. He's fresh up for this race. What are the expectations? Yeah, I, I think he'll race really well, Chris. Um, I was really impressed with his trial. I drove him in Albion. Um, I think it might have been Friday week ago. Um, and yeah, he got to the line really good. I think we went 54 and a piece and sort of run up behind some nice horses there and got the line really strong. So I think he sort of um, gets into this race pretty nice, this trot rod's heat. And I think um, I think he has won one or two of these before. So um, Timmy says he, he gets around Redcliffe really good. So hopefully we can sort of get handy to the action and I think he'll probably take some beat. Okay. It does look a strong heat because you've got a heap of speed drawn to your inside and you've got pace drawn to your outside. So it'll be interesting to see how this small field plays out. Yeah, that's right. You know, um, hopefully we can just stay as handy as we can to the action. And I'm sure if he's um, sort of close enough turning for home, he, they're going to have to go pretty good to hold him out. Okay. Race three for your dad here. Nick's pick second up. He, he does look well placed here. Yeah, you know, it's sort of a, a pretty good drop back, I think, for him um, back to this race. You know, Franco Nandor's been racing pretty well and probably looks like he's got enough speed to sort of get across again. So he's probably going to be hard to beat. Um, but if we can land close, hopefully we can pick up some um, good money. OK. Race five, Waitley. Draw the inside of the second row, fresh up. Have you got any expectations there? Um, not really. I haven't spoke to Darren yet, but um, I'm tipping he'll take sort of a couple of runs to get back. Um, you know, it's probably not the greatest draw there, but in saying that, it's probably not a bad draw first up either. So um, I wouldn't really mad if they go silly.
All right. Rocking home in a race six for your dad again. Last start winner. Can he go back to back? Uh, I think so. I can't really see why not. He's um, He's been racing really well. Um, his last couple have been super. And um, if there's a little bit of speed on here, which on paper it sort of looks like there should be a solid tempo, um, I'm sure he can get over the top. Okay. Race seven, a roll on X. He was a heat winner of the Trot Rods last week. Can he go back to back? Yeah, I think he can. Um, I was really impressed with his trot rod run. You know, he sort of, his time wasn't really that far off on Loki's and um, he was sort of off the pegs the whole way and sort of had to really work for it. I was really impressed with the way he did it. Okay, Shuby in race eight. He's another one, a recent trot rods winner. So you can win a trot rods heat, then step up to the longer trip and win. He's done precisely that. So he's chasing three in a row here. Yeah, that's right. He's um he's been racing really well, you know. He's he's a different horse lately. I hadn't driven him for a little bit um before last week, but he really is a different horse to drive now. He's sort of a lot more switched on and um the Crones have done a really good job with him, so hopefully we can get the job done again. All right, and what about Holdador Daisy in the last, the two year old? Um it's sort of a little bit tricky with her, Chris. She's um probably not blessed with brilliant turn of foot you know we're just sort of trying to develop that a little bit with racing so i mean graham always turns his team out in good order and you know if it's sort of the races run the right way i'm sure i'm sure she can be there mobile rolling on radio town chris barsby's back with us and chris talia mcmullen was sorted out the phone problems and you want to chat about some other drives this evening yeah well she's got the two drives tonight and they're both in the trot rod heat so i just wanted to you know, get her thoughts, Steve, on these two runners. We are talking about Gosling and Flight. Talia Reid joins us. Gosling and Flight, as we mentioned, Talia, you know this horse well. So he can sort of bob up here. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's obviously a bit of a query with any horse going into the trot rods with the first time. But he is really tough. He probably lacks a little bit of high speed. But when you're running flat out for 900 metres, you definitely have to be tough. So that will help him. You've got speed to your inside with Arnold Street, who can get off the gate, and then you've got speed to your outside with its back page news, let's play you and I. So it looks like this race will generate strong tempo. Yeah, definitely. Um, that should suit him. And, yeah, you have options drawn too, so makes it a bit easier. All right. I'm a Birribee boy in race two. He's got the inside gate. How crucial is that for his winning chances tonight? Yeah, that definitely helps um, drawing one. Sometimes, I guess, it can be a little bit worrying because, you know, if you draw bad, you can just kind of go back and follow them around. I know there's going to be pressure on, but I think the game plan is to try and lead and take them all the way. His past two runs have been good, and if he brings his best, produces his best tonight, he, he can take them all the way here. Yeah, I, I think he's going really good. I know he was in the trot rods last year, but he probably wasn't going quite as good as what he is at the moment. And he's really quick, and I really like him. So hopefully we'll be able to maybe get a win there. Cradle of Fire's drawn on your outside. Gate two, having his first local run. Are you doing any sort of research on him at this point? Yeah, I looked into him. Um, I guess it's a query, him not really knowing the horse as well as um, going in the trot rods as well straight away. Um, Obviously, they quite like him, and, yeah, we'll just have to see what happens when we're out there, and hopefully uh, we're a bit too quick for them. Okay, is he the pick of your drives? I'm a Birribee boy. 
Yeah, I think so. He is pretty quick, and uh, hopefully this will suit him tonight. I really appreciate the time. Great to see you back driving, and congratulations for that quartet on Monday at Marburg. Thank you. There's Talia McMullen joining us. So the two drives for her tonight, Gosling in flight, heat five, which is race one, heat six, race two, I'm a Viravi boy. We've got Queensland representation this weekend, Steve, down in Sydney. We've got the big APG gold bullion finals for the four-year-old mares. And Jasper, this star mare, is representing the Sunshine State. Grant Dixon, Trista Dixon, raced by Greg Mitchell. Greg joins us online now. Greg, appreciate the time. Hey, Chris, thanks for having me. You're having a shot at the stumps here. Yeah, yeah, we are. I think she's earned her chance. She's in good form. She's fit and healthy. And um, her, her and Trista seem to have clicked well together. So they'll go down there and um, do their best. Okay. Taking on ladies in red, it's a, it's a daunting task, isn't it? Oh, it is a daunting task. Obviously, ladies in red looks like the class runner. But, you know, all the uh, Emma Stewart runners are um, going to be hard to beat. And even, you know, so uh, Alan Massey uh, in one will be uh, hard. But... Um, Look, we, uh, we think she'll uh, quit herself well. Okay. Well, with ladies in red, uh, this is the first time that she's travelled. Like, she's certainly going uh, a little bit further than normal. So she's travelling interstate for the first time. So there's a lot of unknowns with ladies in red. So it might be a good time to get her. Yeah, I think there's more um, questions around the races than answers. I don't think ladies in red's a $1.55 shot, but I'm not the experts. Um, and I don't think Jasper's a $100 to $1 shot, but... Um, yeah, we'll have a little nibble at that and hope for the best. $11 a place looks attractive. And um, look, if, if, if it turns out the way it turns out and she was able to run a place, we'd, we'd be super stoked. And um, Stephen Bradbury did win a goal. <laughs> well, just looking at it on paper, uh, apart from ladies in red, Jasper's got the best form. Like, her form is terrific. She's won four of the last five, narrowly beaten in the other start. So you can't knock the way she's going. I don't think so. I think uh, the horse that beat her, uh, uh, Lovey Work, will start favourite in the consolation in Brisbane, and justifiably so. But I think on that day, if you reverse the role, she would have beaten him. Um, and, you know, as you said, I think she's in good form. She's fit. She's never probably been healthier. Um, so, yeah, no, no, she's ready to roll. All right. Her win last Saturday night, which topped her off for this feature on Saturday night, that was like track work. She had barrier one. She made full use of it, led and just did what she wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. And she's never win by big margins. Like, she, she obviously could have gone quicker. But as you said, she did it well within herself, I thought. Um, topped her right off and that sort of ticked the, uh, ticked the box to get on the float down to Sydney. Okay. You've got in the consolation on Saturday night in Sydney, Chamonix going down. So he's the travelling companion for Jasper. This race looks really hard to assess. So can you help us out here? How does Chamonix line up against some of these uh, rivals that he's facing this weekend? Yeah, it's a probably a little bit the same as the uh, as the Phillies, Chris. It's a little bit hard to line up the form lines. Um, we actually thought there'd be um, yeah split sex consolations, not not a not a mix which they combined. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, um, and his form doesn't read as well on paper, but he's had a few little things uh, holding him back at the moment, but they seem to be, uh, he seems to be over those. So we're hoping that uh, uh, the real Chamonix turns up uh, this Saturday. And yeah, I, I think he's a, a, a real chance to uh, to take that race out if he, uh, if he turns up the horse we think we know. Well, the thing that stands out with me for Chamonix on Saturday night is the fact that he's on the big track. He's a big horse. He, he covers plenty of ground. He takes a huge stride. So Menangle looks like it's going to be tailor-made for him. 
Yeah, that, that was another factor when uh, when we said, do we uh, do we stay here or do we do we go home? Uh, not home, had Sydney, sorry. Um, and we thought it was probably good for him just to do a bit of travelling as well. And um, yeah, I think the big track certainly won't hurt him. Um, he seems to uh, follow pace, and um, I think the long straight he'll still be coming. Right. Well, two good chances there with Jasper and also Chamonix. Yesterday, you had We Always Have Faith. He stepped out for the first time in Queensland. He had the one-star prior. That was in a heat of the New South Wales derby. He went around as the favourite. How did you assess the effort? Uh, you know, I was pleased with the run, really. Like he, I think he did the most work in the race. Um, you know, had to uh, do a little bit of work to get to the front. Um, probably uh, would have been happy if he finished them off, but he'll definitely improve from the run. Um, you know, one trial... Probably 10 weeks in between runs. He's probably just entitled to get a little bit tired there. The one that got up the fence didn't do a lot of work in the run. But um, in saying that too, he, he hasn't done a lot of mile racing. So I think um, he, he's going to have to learn to, you know, take a little time to learn to uh, to adapt to that style, which we do a lot more over here than in New Zealand. But um, no, no, not disappointed. Um, I think uh, it's a good starting point and hopefully he continues to improve. Okay, so just looking at him, you, you paid good money for him coming from the All Stars operation. He's got a good record, but he looks like, and I've seen him at the trials and then again at the races yesterday. He looks like he is work in progress. Yeah, I think so. I don't think we'll see the best of him at three, um, as you sort of uh, alluded to. He's a big, big, strong fella, and I, he sort of floats along across top, top of the ground. And I think he's still got a little bit of filling out and growing to do. And um, I think. Uh, also, like that was only his eighth or ninth start yesterday, so he's still uh, still learning the caper. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy where we are, and I, I think um, all reports from Grant is that he thinks he's got a horse there, and we don't know when we'll see the finished product, but hopefully, um, yeah, probably 12 months time, I reckon. Okay, but the Queensland Derby still a, a short-term target. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All the derbies are a target this year, just to get some seasonal racing into him, and I think he'll be better over the longer journey. Um, yeah, so that's going to be a good test. And then, obviously, we, we sort of hope that um, he furnishes out. And, you know, he's, he's out of the Devil Dodger family, which we've had. So we, we do know that they get better. And uh, we hope that he'll turn into... We can't ever expect him to be as good as him. But, uh, yeah, obviously, um, we're hoping for an open horse there. All right. Well, you've got some good measuring sticks within the stable. Uh, leap to fame, Tim's a trooper. They'll keep you honest. Oh, 100%. Yes. No, no. They're, they're the benchmarks. But... Um, Obviously, uh, he works around, you know, sort of with those guys. So we, we know where he sort of sits. And um, obviously, Leap to Fame seems to be the real benchmark at this stage. But, um, you know, we'll just have to keep chipping away and, and see how we end up. All right. Excellent stuff. I really appreciate the time this morning. Good luck on Saturday night in Sydney with Jasper and Chamonix. Uh, we'll be flying the flag for Queensland. And as I said, uh, we'll, we'll hope for the best. Thanks for having us. There's Greg Mitchell joining us. So uh, Queensland representation and the big features down there. It's a daunting task taking on ladies in red, but Jasper deserves her shot. She is in super form. Let's go back to Redcliffe tonight. It's a big 10 race program. Heats five and six of the tab trot rod series. Our man each and every Wednesday joins us, Darren Clayton. He's online with us now. Darren, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. How are you today? Excellent. Excellent. Uh, what are we looking forward to most here with uh, Rickliff tonight? How do you see these two trot rod races playing out? Yeah, I thought the, um, the the first one is a is an interesting little setup in the way the speed is. As I'm glad you got Talia back on. Uh, I thought Gosling in flight could get to the lead there. Um, Arnold Street, he's a quick beginner. Um, I think 
just looking at it, I, I thought the best option might be for him just to take Tuck in behind, Gosling in flight, let him go, and then uh, the, the speed out wide, and it, it should get him to the passing lane. But uh, whether that pans out, that way, I'm not sure. Even if they look to go all the way, I thought Arnold Street certainly gets his opportunity. So I'm, I'm keen on his chances there today. And um, we have a look through the through the fields there. Dale March and Richard March, they come from out Warwick Way. He's the only horse they've got in. So. Um, be a long trip could well be worth it in race two the the second heat or for tonight it's heat six um again another pretty tricky one with a, a few different form lines to throw up here and you look at the versatility of the uh of the standard bred horse you got i'm a Berriby boy uh down in gate one he's coming off two standing start 21 uh, 2200 meter races at his past two um, back to a 947-metre absolute scamper. So um, Cradle of Fire is the real interesting runner, um, new to Queensland. He has got excellent gate speed. I actually thought he would get to the front. Um, uh, he's from down Bathurst Way, he's come up, and, uh, yeah, he's got really good speed. And then you got Mafioso Girl. He's back with Greg, or she's back with Greg Elkins. Um, she's a winner at this format previously when Greg trained her. She's had a, a stint down in New South Wales and she's back. So um, she can certainly throw a bit of uh, spice into the mix as well. But in that second heat, uh, I am, again, with, with the one horse, I'm a Birribee boy. I thought um, he gets the options there from gate one. So they're the two trot rod heats. We've had four heats so far, four different drivers. And uh, just reading this morning that uh, we've got... Uh, a new initiative this year with the trot rods and Cam Hart, um, Australia's leading driver at present, will be one of the drivers on the final night. Okay, well, there you go. Just uh, getting back to those heats tonight, um, do you think uh, the record that was established last week by I'm Loki can be eclipsed or will be eclipsed? Uh, I, I thought race one, there was a possibility of um, just with the speed that's drawn wider on the track in that first one. Um, Sir Bulski, he's, he's two from two at this format, so he certainly uh, knows what it takes to win these. And uh, you got It's Backpage News out in gate uh, four, or comes into four from gate five. She's a go-forward filly that will really, uh, and, a, and an aggressive driver. And then you got Let's Play You and I out in six, and, and it's got excellent early speed as well. So I thought that set it up for a really hot tempo, um, and, and that was the one that could possibly eclipse on Loki's time. I don't think they'll quite get there, but I think it will be the quicker of the two heats tonight. Okay. So Cam Hart comes up. He's going to be part of the finals night action. So he's one of the the five drivers, do we know the other four at this point? Uh, as far as I'm aware, they haven't been. I think one of the other drivers will actually be selected via a, uh, a vote, a public vote, so you can get on the Racing Queensland website and vote for your favourite driver there. Or, and um, my understanding is the, the most votes gets that spot. And uh, if you're one of the person, one of the people or persons... Uh, that votes for that winning driver, you'll win a $400 food and beverage package for Redcliffe Gold Cup night. Okay, well, there you go. So Cam Hart locked and loaded for uh, May 25. That's the finals night for the Trot Rods for 2022. What is the Darren Clayton special on tonight's 10 race card? 
Yeah, it's a little bit of a tricky one, and I thought uh, the form out of the trot rods would hold up in race five with horse number two, Robert's Delight. Um, it's just been a little bit easy in the market, but uh, I still I, I marked him an odds-on shot. He's back out into black figures. He was pretty good there last week behind I'm Loki. Um, just obviously not quite a match. I thought he gets to the front tonight, and I thought from the front he'll get his first Queensland win. So race five, number two, Robert's Delight. Okay, two ten currently with Tab. Is there anything else that stands out for you tonight? Yeah, I thought um, just uh, one race earlier. Um, I'm pretty keen on playing sort of a, a bit of an exotic play here with the one seven rock slide so much more. Um, rock slide gets the opportunity to lead here, and uh, last time it led, it was a good winner. Um, last time out, gate six couldn't quite get there and uh, he looks the leader again here and I thought uh, he might take some running down so much more uh, he might just be sort of edging towards uh, one of those horses that is looking the part but not quite able to get the win and he'll be following him every step of the way so um, last week he looked a good thing he didn't quite deliver he was uh, placed again last time out um, he'll be right in the in behind ready to take that final shot so I think if you play to Cornella it's a pretty safe play the old 1-7 Cornella at Redcliffe they're always handy so race 4 1-7 Cornella Okay that looks a competitive race that race, race number 4 and there's a bit of speed there off the front row, let's focus on the quaddy now, you've mentioned Roberts Delight race 5, we'll be going one out there yeah, well, I'm happy to go one out with him in that. I thought the main dangers were off the second line and probably don't quite get into the race with uh, A.W. Crombie Tab, 9, Moonlight Butcher. So let's go one out there with number two, Robert's Delight. The second leg, um, Golden Sand looks the leader. Uh, can be do a few things wrong. So uh, maybe just take a little bit on trust there and rock and home. He certainly uh, is one that can capitalise on the opportunities should Golden Sand uh, make an error. That'll give Sweet Jasmine a great trip. Um, if if everything goes to plan, well, then Sweet Jasmine will get the perfect trip in behind. So we'll go one, six and seven in the third leg. Uh that's the second leg, I do apologise. Race seven is the third leg. Uh, this race just cut about by a few important scratchings, both the one and the seven come out. Um, that makes number five, Roll on X, um, look a good bet, I thought. Uh, he was good in the trot rods last week. Um, pulled clear to a five-metre winning margin, and he's got good speed. So with the one out, he certainly gets his opportunity to get across there now. So uh, I thought he'd be pretty hard to beat. And Danger being number nine, be on the sly. Um, just out of the money last week, he was going for four wins in succession there when that uh, with his latest run. And the final leg, race number eight. I've got number three, Scooby on top. Again, bit of a theme here. These trot rods winners are um, following up. He was a winner in that format two starts back. He goes for a hat-trick of wins. He backed that up with another win last week. I thought he can work his way to the front or if not, uh, just be in behind the speed and from there he'd be hard to beat. Danger number nine left in the wind and number seven feeling the power. Um, if he could get to the passing lane with momentum, if the one decides to lead throughout, he's certainly the knockout hope. So we'll go three, seven and nine in the closing leg. Okay, so just repeating the quaddy thoughts for Darren Clayton tonight at Reckler. First leg, two only. Second leg, one, six and seven. 
Third leg, five and nine. Last leg, three, seven and nine. Grand total, $18 for 100% of the dividend. Yeah, that's it. And uh, uh, should be a pretty good night there at Redcliffe tonight. Uh, with those two trot rod heats, they're certainly going to be interesting viewing because uh, I think we'll, we'll really get to see that, um, you know, perhaps you don't have to be out in front to win these.